it's a new thing to hear the kids, the children, talking about their mother. Yeah. We've learned a few things this morning, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Thank God for them. Thank God for children. It's a blessing. Now, let us uh, tune our thoughts to uh, a, a simple short message so you can all go and enjoy what you prepared to do this afternoon for mother. Honor your mothers. Please do that. A, um, a mother worked very hard and raised her only son in the fear of the Lord. And this son grew up. He became very um, successful. He made money, but he couldn't see his mother always. So on Mother's Day, before Mother's Day, he went to a, a bird's um, shop. He bought a parrot. He bought a parrot. And the parrot sings uh, beautiful hymns and sent it to his mother. So on Mother's Day, he called mom to wish her happy Mother's Day. And he says, mom, how is the parrot? She said, son, it was so delicious. <laughs> the story says, he paid $30,000 for it. It's a $30,000 dinner for mom. I read this and I said, if I remember it, I will tell the, the church about it. So I remembered it. And this is the story of moms. And you know, he couldn't say anything. He said, all right, I'm glad you enjoyed it, mom. Yeah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for bringing us together on this beautiful Mother's Day. May it be a blessing to each and every mother, each and every household. And we pray, Lord, that whatever I'm going to say, that you will, you will uh, lead it by the Holy Spirit to the hearts of all of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to read few verses from Second uh, Timothy, chapter 1, verse 5, and chapter 3, verse 14 and 15. For I am mindful, Paul writing to Timothy. Timothy was a pastor, if you want to know. For I am mindful of the sincere faith within you, which first dwelt in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I'm sure that it is in you as well. You, you, Timothy, however, continue in the things you have learned and become convinced of, knowing from whom you have learned them. 
and that from childhood you have known the sacred writings which are able to give you the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. May God bless his word. Paul, who wrote this letter to Timothy, Paul the apostle, could not, be, could not but remember his mother, Timothy's mother and grandmother. When he looked at Timothy, every time he looked at Timothy, he remembered his mother and his grandma too. And let me ask you a question. Uh, think with me. When he looked at him, what did he remember? first thing he remembered, the sincere faith. He mentioned it. The sincere faith that is in Timothy. He remembered also the indwelt word of God that was instilled in him by his mother. And he remembered third thing when he looked at Timothy, what he's doing, he remembered the result of Christian faith. If Eunice, his mother, was asked, what would you like to, to be remembered with? That's the mother. She would undoubtedly answer that I won my son to Christ. How I started on him. Memories. Eunice, tell us some memories. Well, I started on him from childhood. And how I fed him the word of God on a daily basis. And how instilled in him words of wisdom. And the insight so he can grow up when he grows up and be a man of God. And Paul, whenever he looked at him, could not forget this because he knew his mother. And he remembered these things because every time he looked at Timothy, he remembered his mother. Now, let me ask you a question. When people look at our children, what are they reminded of? I'm asking you a question. When mothers especially, when people look at our children, what are they reminded of When we talk to them, how would they respond? How many times we address children of our friends, 
by saying, well, you look like your father. Did you hear that before? He's growing up to be looking like his mother. Or you remind me of your mother. These things happen. Well, I'd like to remind you today of mothers, especially this mother, Eunice, her godly influence. Ask yourself, what kind of influence I am leaving with my children, or I'm having on my children. You know, those who knew Abraham Lincoln and his tender, reverent spirit will no doubt remember where he got, he got it from. He had a mother, he had a mother as described by the uh, Pastor Elkins, who did her eulogy under a, an old tree in Indiana where she was buried. And he said these things about the mother. He recalled her sweet and patient example, her continued effort to inspire her son Abraham. She lived a pure life, noble motives, her simple instructions in divine truth. She had the Bible in front of his eyes all the time. She affected him. So when he became a president, that truth was his number one, number one goal while he held office, President of the United States. His character was planted in this Christian mother since the day he was born. I have, I have always admired, I read many stories about him. And I'm fascinated by this president, the truthfulness that he exercised was number one in my opinion. And this truthfulness came from the heart that was changed by the Lord Jesus Christ. Where did he get this? He got it from his mother, who trained him. And the pastor Holland added to that about Lincoln saying, never drew in his infant life. He never drew from any other, when he was a little one, from any other person except his mother.
Long, he says, after her sensitive heart and weary hands had crumbled into dust, Abraham said to a friend with tears in his eyes, all that I am or hope to be, I owe to my angel mother. When I was reading this and making this message, it affected me. I felt that I am responsible too. And I, I believe, I hope through the Holy Spirit, this will exercise the heart of every mother today. And every young girl who is dreaming to be a mother, to start teaching the children since they are born. What kind of influence we are going to leave on our children? What kind of impact? As we are going to leave. You know, Spurgeon had a mother who's known for praying. She prayed. And when Spurgeon grew up and then took the pulpit and started preaching, he's, here's what he said. In my early youth, no reaching ever made such an impression upon my mind as the instruction of my mother. Think about that. It's impossible for any man to estimate what he owes to a godly mother. Certainly, he continued, I have not the powers of speech with which to set forth the choice blessing which the Lord bestowed on me in making me the son of one who prayed for me and prayed with me. You know very well the story of Hannah. And if you go to 1 Samuel chapter 1 and verse 12, 13 and 14, verse 12, it says, she was sitting in the corner praying. And I'm not going to ask you, and the Lord answered her prayers. Answered her prayers. And the Lord gave her a son. What's his name? Don't answer, don't worry. If you know. What's the name? Samuel. He became a great prophet. He became the intercessor between the nation and God and between God and the nation. And the word of God mentioned him, saying there wasn't a prophet like him in Israel. A praying mother. Influential mother. You tell me, well, I influence my children. Ladies, I'm, 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 I'm 
I'm going to run for sheriff, so I'm not going to say anything wrong to you. But, but if you ask yourself, please, search yourself what kind of influence or impact I am leaving with my kids. With my husband, with everyone who gets in touch with me. Thank God for influential mothers in a godly way. And thank God for praying mothers also. Because let me tell you, when they grow up, the Bible says, a promise from the Bible, teach them and train them, and when they grow up, they shall not depart from it. Never. I believe in that. When, if they are well-trained, they will not depart from it. Now, I know I said, Adol, that's a great responsibility. I say, yes. It's a most probably the biggest responsibility of your lifetime. Spiritual responsibility, especially toward our household, our children, our husbands, is greater than any other that challenges mothers in bringing up their children. One of the spiritual writers, his name is Gavin Reed, he wrote a book, What Can I Do? He says, no minister, no missionary has the opportunities that a mother has to lead someone to Christ. Motherhood, please remember this, I'll repeat twice. Motherhood is a call of God to a spiritual task of the highest order. Motherhood is a call of God to a spiritual task of the highest order. Big responsibility. The greatest responsibility you take during your lifetime. What a privilege of, uh, we read, for Eunice, Timothy's mother, if I may remind you, to sit daily with her son and go over the principles of God. Before he goes to school, sit with them. When come from school, from school, if you can do it in the morning, when they come from school or in the evening, you sit with them and go over the word of God. She took him to the temple, protected him from this wicked world, and equipped him with the word of God. But I have no time. Make time. You will win your children. You will find them later on coming to church with you.
Paul writes to the Philippians, it doesn't end there with Paul. He was so impressed with this man that, you know what he did? Read um, Acts chapter 16. Read Acts chapter 16. He was so impressed with him, what his mom did, and the results he saw in his life, the results of the faith that he has. You know, he told her, Mom, Eunice, I'm going to take him with me to serve the Lord wherever I go. You know what she said? Here he is in the hands of God. He went and he experienced what kind of mother he had. He, from his life, from his behavior, he was so impressed. He wrote to the Philippians. Turn with me to the Philippians chapter 2, please. Philippians chapter 2, Kings now. Colossians. Before Colossians, we have Philippians, right? Here, here's what he wrote. Please. I hope in the Lord. Chapter 2, verse 19. I hope in the Lord to send Timothy. He wants to send them to the church of Philippians to encourage and work and preach. I want to send him to you shortly so that I also may be encouraged when I learn of your condition. Then he goes further. For I have no one else of kindred spirit who will genuinely be concerned for your welfare. I have no one else. Well, he's still a young, young kid, a young man. And Paul loved him so much. And he respected the spirit that he has, that motherhood, his mother, her spirit was so instilled in her son. I have no one else who will genuinely be concerned for your welfare. He had a heart. And who did that? His mother. His mother. I would like to encourage you, regardless of what you go through. <laughs> Motherhood is not easy also. Okay? I would like to encourage every mother today, regardless of the setbacks, regardless of the disobedience, if we say, regardless of what you experience in raising up your kids, in spite of all this, don't give up. Keep doing it. Keep bringing them to the word of God. Keep preaching at them. You know, maybe you heard you say, Mom, don't preach at me. I've heard it. I have no one else like-minded. You know like-minded. He thinks like me. He behaves like me. Where did he get them from? From the mother. There's one more thing. And Paul continues in verse 21. For they all seek after their own interest, not those of Christ Jesus. He was sacrificial. He never cared for himself. Where did he get that? Please tell me. 
He saw his mother. It's not me first. It's my kids. It's my children. It reminds me of a mother. One day she said, well, I want to go down to the store and buy me a good dress. So nice. I said, come on, two girls. Come on, would you like to go with me? To make a long story short, she went and bought what she went. When she went to that store and came back, she came back with two bags for the two children and nothing for her. That's the dress she bought. She came back without any dress. Why? She wanted to see her children being well-dressed and come to church and enjoy it and forgot about herself. They all seek after their own interests, not those of Christ Jesus. Where did he see all this? Paul, 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 well, where, where did you see this? Well, I know, I went to their house. I know, I know the mother. I know she doesn't think of herself. She thinks of her children. She's building a future for them. She wants them to be dressed well. I want them to, be, to look good. It doesn't matter. Now, I tell you one thing. You let your kids look good, you will look even better. She looked at the desk. Oh, that fits. What's her name? That fits the other one. What about you, Eunice? Time. Responsibility. There's a well-known story. I know you like my stories. I hope so. Sorry. Of a woman who heard Gypsy Smith preach. She wrote him a letter saying that she was sure that the Lord had called her to preach. Are you with me? Okay. And she wanted to preach in the same way that he did, the preacher. The trouble was, she said, he ha she had nine children and couldn't see how she could do it uh, to be free enough to carry out her calling. So she asked the great preacher, Gypsy. Well, Gypsy Smith wrote this letter back. Here you go. Dear Madam, I am delighted to hear that the Lord has called you to preach. I'm also pleased to note that he has already provided you with a congregation. I wish I had this diplomacy myself. Go preach to your children. Go be a mother to your children. Forget how you want to preach to the world. Preach to them. And what's required is a preacher at home. May the Lord bless every mother to take up her responsibilities and run with it, seeking 
the Lord to bless our children. Some mothers nowadays had to work. And now in, in these difficult days, and many parents work for the sake of, the, of their children. That's well and good. But motherhood comes first. And may the Lord help us to balance our time this way. I'm proud of you, fathers, and this church, of what you do. We have a good crop coming up. Children love the Lord. They want to be, they want to come to church. They want to come to church. One father told me, my son, who's a teenager, he said, Daddy, let's hurry up. Let's go to church. We don't want to be late. And this father is in attendance. May God bless you and may God be with everyone. Take pride. Mothers, I salute you. Take pride of what you do. Take pride in your responsibility. No complaint. It's hard. It's a tough task, but, but the future is brighter than you ever think. Children will grow up to love the Lord. And we know that behind the scenes, your role is to gear your children, to direct your children, and influence them and your husband of that godly heritage that you are handling. Be an example. God gave you this honorable and noble responsibility. It's a noble calling to be a mother. And enjoy it. Enjoy it. It comes with <laughs> great hard work, but the payoff is fantastic. Eunice parted with her child. She raised him, but look where he is. Look where he is serving the Lord, being an emissary on behalf of Paul and going from one place to another to bring glory to Christ's name. Wouldn't you like to see your children like this? Be proud. Thank the Lord for his great gift to you. I salute you. I respect you. Every woman, every woman here, every mother, may the Lord bless you. And may the Lord make you an example to many mothers who look at you. Amen. Let's bow our heads for prayers. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity that you gave us on Mother's Day to just meditate on few things. May 
You bless each and every mother, each and every household here. And we pray that you dismiss us with a, your blessing and help us to honor our mothers today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.